Further analysis on what's playing itself out on the market scene. I'm joined by Anaki Van Royen from My Wealth Investments. Anaki, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Thank you for having me. All right, Anaki. Uh, so far, so good, I guess. Uh, the Osho Index up in the green by just under a percent. It is midday trade on the first day of trade this week. And uh, let's talk about what's driving markets today, but also what we expect for this week. Yes. Um, well, first of all, we got some good news on Friday when the U.S. published its non-farm payrolls report. And that economy added 187,000 jobs, a little bit more than the 170,000 that was expected. And that that would no normally not be good for the market because that drives yields higher. But the good news was, and this sounds terrible, but the unemployment rate ticked up which shows that the job market is cooling and that is what the Fed wants. They've been very vocal in, in that objective. And the other thing that the market's very sensitive to is the average hourly earnings. So the average hourly earnings um, actually came in less than the market was expected and that is not inflationary. And that is what we want because we want this interest rate cycle the hiking cycle to come to an end so it started it kicked off there and then this morning we received we received further good news from china um they now focusing on the property sector which is great because it's the property sector that's causing the concern for for that economy so they are easing the rules for um first and second time home buyers with a reduction in the down payments and we're expecting a further decrease in mortgage rates and the other big news was that Country Garden, the big property developer in China that's been having problems to pay their, their bond payments, um, they have come to a deal with their creditors and they've received an extension so they can now repay those bonds over the next three years. So that provided quite a bit of relief. So all in all, a very good day and a lot of good news for our markets. Of course, uh, we make reference here to the world's uh, number one and number two economies. Anaki, let's bring it back home now. Uh, the SA GDP data expected this week. What are you anticipating here, Anaki? You know, uh, I think when I was uh, doing some reading on that, it does actually look like the individual inputs are looking stronger, uh, you know, and if you aggregate them, we might actually have a bit of a decent number uh, coming out. Obviously not as strong as we'd like. Yes, um, the, the consensus number was 0.3% increased but this morning i saw other reports um mentioning 0.4 percent so i think with large feeding being less severe at the moment it's it's highly likely that we can get a positive surprise on those gdp numbers and it's about time because we have really been battling with with load shedding that's been costing a lot of corporates a lot of money Keen to get into some company news with you now, Anaki, possibly starting with uh, RCL, of course, uh, food producer there. We knew right at the beginning of this uh, very uh, difficult uh, bout of load shedding that the poultry industry would really, really uh, be hit hard here. And that's exactly what RCL tells us today, right, that, uh, that really has clawed back on its ability to return uh, value to its shareholders. Yes, um, 100%. Um, so they, they have actually guided uh, the market and um, the expectation was for headline earnings to drop between 39 and 46%. And they have come in at the worst end of that range that was down 45.7%. This The sugar division actually performed quite well um, despite 
the difficult economic backdrop and the special levies that um, that's been introduced and all these regulatory changes that they have had to deal with. But unfortunately, the feed costs in, in rainbow chicken have cost the company a lot of money as well as load shedding. So that being said, you know, going forward, with uh, we, we have already seen a reduction in grain prices. So that together with the moder- uh, moderation in inflation bodes well for this company going forward. Let's talk now about a Bidvest. They've come out with a strong set of numbers. Of course, we expect this uh, well diversified in terms of sectors, uh, also in terms of geography. Anaki, let's just talk about this. They've said seven of their divisions reported double-digit trading profit growth. It really looks like a, a company that managed to weather the storm pretty well. Yes, no, they've done extremely well. Once again, um, they've guided for headline earnings to increase between 22 and 26 percent, and they came in towards the upper end of that range with a 24.5 percent increase in headline earnings per share, also a 20 percent increase in dividend, and they have been benefiting from a strong demand for renewable energy, and also normalisation. I would call it of the travel and tourism industry, as we've seen those sectors. Um, picking up very nicely and this company has managed to improve trading margins it's uh, seldom these days that you hear of a South African company Mm -hmm. that's able to improve so the trading margins so obviously you know operational efficiency across the board top management um, top class management strong balance sheet strong set of numbers and definitely still looks like a very attractive investment for the longer term Wonderful. Let's touch in now on African Rainbow uh, Minerals. They've reported a, a profit slump. Their headline earnings of per share falling uh, 21%. Uh, it's what we're hearing from the miners, Anaki. Anything uh, that uh, stood out for you here? No, I think this was to be expected, but it's not such a bad result because the guidance was for a drop of 18 to 27%, and they came in with a drop of 21%. And um, the price of iron ore has come down significantly, and they are quite exposed to, to iron ore production, as well as platinum, and we have seen those platinum group metals prices um, coming down significantly as well. So that together with low chilling once again, and the the, the logistical headwinds have cost them. Mm. So, um, you know, they still have a strong balance sheet despite this uh, loss that they have incurred. Plus, they still are a, a strong cash flow generator. So, um, not too worried about that one, but uh, I prefer the, the larger market cap diversified miners in terms of, you know, uh, more, more diversified in terms of their ge- geograph- geographies. Sorry. Now, Anaki, I'd like to get your stock pick in a bit, but before we get there, let's see what counters have found favour with some of your industry peers. The Super Group. Yeah. So, Super Group are involved in fleet management, logistics. They have some dealerships in South Africa and a few other um, jurisdictions. They've got quite a big presence in Australia as well, earning a, a pretty chunky stake in a listed um, Australian um, fleet management company called SG Fleet. Now, Supergroup released results this week, and it was really, really good. Um, Cash generation was particularly um, impressive. Um, And I'm liking the way that they're expanding at the moment, making bolt-on acquisitions that they're integrating quite quickly and building scale in that way. The stock is trading on a forward P of about six times, which is very similar to what Motors is trading on. 
But if you strip out that Australian-listed SG fleet business, the rest of the business, that's very similar to what you have in a Motus, but with the addition of, of fleet management and logistics in there as well, it's trading on a Ford P of less than three times. So I think the stock looks exceptionally cheap at the moment, good results behind it, management was optimistic about the future. So um, definitely one that, that I am looking very closely at at the moment. Uh, Colgo M3, uh, they build housing. They can do low-cost, mid-cost, high-cost housing. They, 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 they had a near-death experience. Uh, Vickers Lauterkhan, CEO, would tell you they were almost bankrupt. They've pulled it around. Uh, it's run in the last week or two, uh, trading around 440 or so, but it's still in a price earnings of around three times, uh, excluding the net as the land. They own net asset value of probably around five times. And what I like about them is their flexibility. As times are tougher, they can sort of build lower income houses targeting a, a different group, particularly those with government uh, subsidies. And they are just a stock which is incredibly cheap, notwithstanding. It's a tough space to be operating in. Uh, they're doing it incredibly well. MTN um, trading at around 123 Rand level. I think we can see in terms of read through very strong performance in the rest of Africa, in the key markets like uh, Nigeria, Ghana. Of course, there's been a bit of turmoil in terms of currencies in these countries and concerns about what a global slowdown would mean. But I think um, notwithstanding that, I think there is a secular trend of strong data grow growth. And then the other secular trend has been the strong growth in, in mobile money, which, which really under is underlying the share. There's a lot of action in terms of optimizing the portfolio that CEO Rafael Peter has taken. We, we've seen recently MasterCard uh, buying the, into the fintech portfolio. I think that will help again the drive into mobile money. We've seen even yesterday in terms of uh, their relationship with Santa. So yeah. really driving um, distribution of financial services products mm. and South Africa, which which is a difficult market and, and the overpenetrated market, I think yeah. they're also uh, gaining share. So yes. uh, by and large, um, on current multiples, I think that very attractive, not really factoring in, I would say, that growth vector. Mm. And, and they've taken action to, to get out of markets which have been difficult. Mm. to them like uh, the um, in terms of southern sudan yes. and, and and even iran so uh, we we do see a better dividend flows from them going forward all right anarchy supergroup calgro m3 mtn are keen to get your thoughts on some of those counters Yes, I also think MTN is actually looking very attractive at these levels. I think last I looked this morning, it was trading just above 122. That always is a very good entry level for MTN. If you take into consideration that is, this company is a strong cash flow generator, it has a strong balance sheet. And especially after the deal that they've done with MasterCard, the payments giant, and the possible value unlock opportunity that uh, might come from that fintech business. So 100% I agree with MTN. And then... Um, Supergroup also, I like Supergroup. I think Supergroup's really looking um, attractive from a valuation point of view. The, the other positive for these stocks also mm -hmm. is the fact that uh, the interest rate, the, the hiking cycle, if that is coming to an end, you know, these are interest rate sensitive stocks also, but it will bode well for these companies. And then um, Calgro, 
Um, I agree with Simon and and the reasons why he says the the stock looks attractive. Only reason why I wouldn't personally buy it's because of the liquidity in terms in terms of the tradable volumes. Um, I prefer the more liquid counters on the exchange, but nothing wrong in terms of valuation and financial soundness um, with all three of these companies. And of course, Anaki, today you are in the luxury sector. Talk to us about why you've gone with Richmond today. Yes, um, once again, attractive entry level for Richmond at these levels. Um, after the previous trading update, that share price came down quite significantly, about 10%. And I think that just offered a very nice uh, buying opportunity for investors. Richmond's still very attractively priced if you compare to its international peers. And if you take the travel industry that is currently busy normalizing after China started to open up again, and we are moving to towards the holiday season at year end and the festive season, um, I think investors will be well rewarded if they invest in Richmond for the longer term. Thank you. Well, Anaki, thank you for chatting to us on this Monday afternoon and setting the tone for the week for us. Thank you. Uh, that was your Midday Markets Update with Anaki van Royen from My Wealth Investments.